You're listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Desiree Yazdan, marketing, branding, and building an online community to help you grow your business as a healthcare professional. Featured on the Emmy Award-winning daytime talk show, The Doctors, and America's business magazine, Forbes, Dr. Yazdan gives you insight on how she's cracked the code to social media and how to use it as a way to make your business more profitable. And now, Dr. Yazdan. Hello, hello. Today we're going to be talking about stress and how to manage it, how to feel better, what to do when you're stressed out. It's a really big topic and there's a lot when it comes to stress management. Of course, we can't cover everything in this episode, but I'm going to tell you the secret for managing stress. I'm not going to be telling you to get a massage or work out to manage your stress or to take a few days off of work and plan a vacation or any tips like that because those things are a temporary fix. I'm going to be talking today about solving for the stress forever. So I hope you stick with me to the end of this podcast today and even listen to it a second time if it doesn't make complete sense the first time because the concepts I'm going to be talking about today are likely things you aren't too aware of or too familiar with, but they are really, really helpful. They have helped me turn from being a really high-strung stress ball that was like you know how they say like a duck, like very, very calm on the surface, but paddling like crazy underneath water. That's how I used to be. And now legitimately, I feel at peace most of the time. Even when things aren't going right, if I'm feeling stressed, I can literally tap into why I'm feeling stressed and I can get to a peaceful place quite quickly. So this works for all areas of my life as a mom, as a wife, everything. Probably mostly as a mom because now juggling the two kids, it's a little bit more difficult. All right, so let's just dive in. First thing is that there are different types of stress, especially in healthcare, right? So there's the physical stress we feel from working on patients all day, and then there's the emotional stress that we feel from, well, working on patients all day, running a business, and everything that comes with it. And this episode is really geared towards the emotional stress. You can apply some of it to the physical stress too, but I really wanna help you with the emotional stress today. I can understand that you may think your job is just stressful or having a business is just stressful. That's just the way that it is. And I can understand that you have accumulated all this evidence for this for the past however many years that you've been working. But here's what I want to offer you that can actually change your life. Hear me out on this. You are creating all your own stress, all of it, with the way that you think. This is actually the best news ever because if you are creating it, you can change it. But when it's always something outside of you that's causing it, you can't control all those factors. So you just remain in the stress bubble and you don't know how to get out because you keep trying to control all the circumstances, but you just can't. I've talked about this before, but your thoughts create your feelings. So if you're feeling stressed, it's because of a thought that you're having. You probably don't get this at this moment, and that's okay, because you're probably like, no, Desiree, I'm stressed because my receptionist didn't show up again today without any warning. That's the third time in two weeks. I haven't had someone in the front, and I'm even more behind now on admin work. I've had to see patients and be my own front office. My patients are not being checked in properly. They're not being checked out properly. The money isn't being collected properly. Patients aren't being scheduled properly, and all the other things, right? It's not a good patient experience. You're probably thinking the phone calls are are constantly being missed. And I don't know if I should get rid of her, but this seems to be the pattern with her, meaning the receptionist, right? But again, 
those are what you're thinking that's causing you to feel bad, that's causing you to feel stress. And this could be any circumstance. Maybe it's not your receptionist that's flaked again. Maybe it's that you have a lot of open holes in your schedule. Maybe that's what you're stressed out about. It could be anything. But the point is, it's not the circumstance that's making you feel stress. There's a thought between the circumstance and the emotion of the stress that's making you feel stress. This is actually really great news for you, the fact that you're creating all your own stress, because that means you can change it if you want, just like I mentioned earlier. You can choose to feel something else if you want, no matter what the situation is. And listen, I'm not telling you to try to fake positive thoughts here and try to pretend you're not stressed. That will never, ever work. In fact, you don't want to try to find the positive and negative situations. Instead, try to see that there is actually no negative situation in general. The situation is neutral and how you think about it is what makes it negative or positive. So most of the time you won't even like the situation, even when you change how you're thinking, that's normal, but you can definitely deal with it differently. What I'm saying is if you don't want to feel stress all the time, find thoughts that make you feel at peace. So choose your thoughts intentionally. Your brain will offer you all the things that you're, that are supposed to make you feel stressed. That's your brain's job but you get to decide how much airtime you want to give those thoughts. So you get to decide how much energy you put into those. Those thoughts can be there and you can still feel at ease if you want just by changing the way that you think. Personally, I never like to take action from feeling stressed. Those never go well for me. And for most people I know, I had a coaching client come to a call recently and she was so stressed. We transitioned her from uh, to a fee-for-service practice and she was super stressed this one time and showed up and was like, okay, so I think I want to start accepting Medi-Cal. And I was like, wait, what is happening? That's not the trajectory of her practice. That's not at all what she wanted, but that was a decision she was trying to make from feeling stressed. And I know changing the way you think is hard. It's not natural. It takes energy to do it because your brain was designed to keep you safe. So it will always focus on negative things if you let it. So back in the day, our survival depended on that, right? If there was something unsafe, our brain would signal that there's danger and we'd focus on it basically to save our lives, literally. But in today's world, you're usually not in real danger. So your brain was wired this way. Your default thinking is to be negative and to think things are a problem. And when you listen to your default thinking, when you have an unmanaged mind, you run into a lot of problems. Your life feels really overwhelming and stressful very often. I like to think of an unmanaged mind as like a toddler with a knife running around. You need to control that. I know it's hard to change the way you think. That's why coaching is so powerful because oftentimes you don't even realize when you're doing it. It's just a habit or you just don't see it any other way. Your brain will block you from seeing things differently until someone, maybe a coach, points it out to you. Your brain is used to default thinking and when you want to change something and do something new that requires your brain to use the energy, your brain will tell you it's not a good idea. That's why most people are stuck in their ways because changing your thinking and your habits and gaining that awareness is so important, but it's so hard. It's like if you were addicted to drugs and one morning you woke up and you were like, that's it, not doing the drugs today. I'm just not doing it. Your brain will tell you it's an awful idea. Even though the consequence of doing the drugs is so negative, your brain will literally tell you to do the drugs because familiarity feels safe to your brain. So your default stress mode that you have, even though you don't like it, it feels safe to your brain. That's why it's hard to change it. That's one reason coaching can be so valuable because it points out all the ways your default thinking is keeping you stuck. So wanting to feel less stressed means managing your mind. It means choosing your thoughts intentionally. Now, what does this look like? 
Let's take the first example of the receptionist not showing up. Your default thinking is probably like, this sucks. This is the third time in two weeks she hasn't shown up without any warning. She keeps doing this. I can't keep working like this. My business is suffering. I'm already seeing all the patients in the day, and now I have to do her work too. My assistant is going to be annoyed picking up extra slack. We can't do it all. We are missing so many phone calls. We don't have time to check all the voicemails and do everything we need to do. Of course, you feel stressed when that's all you're thinking. And listen, I would think those things too. I'd be stressed too. It's normal for your brain to offer you these things. That's your default thinking. You think it's the circumstance of your receptionist not showing up that's causing your stress, but it's not. It's what you're thinking about it. And acting from stress, like I mentioned earlier, isn't productive. It keeps you stuck where you are and it keeps you feeling stressed for much longer. The difference is when you choose your thoughts intentionally, you can be more productive. You'll have those thoughts in the background, but you could also decide to look at the situation with a different lens. You could look at the situation and think, okay, she basically no-showed to work three times in two weeks, and this is a pattern. I'm going to assume she's going to keep doing this. I'm going to take care of the business and the patients today and do as much as I can. I know some things just won't get done, but I also need to start looking for another employee. You can decide that you're in control of your business. You can decide from a place of common peace to make different decisions for your business. You can just take the situation as is. I actually like to think things like, well, this is part of the business that I don't like, and this sometimes happens when you own a business. It won't be the last time it happens, so what decisions do I wanna make right now that's going to be best for my business? Doesn't that just feel totally different in general? It feels maybe like you have a little bit more control. It doesn't mean that you like the situation and that you're okay with it, but it does mean that you have control of your business and it leaves you feeling less stressed. The other thing I want to mention is you need to drop the negative self-talk. So I know you're likely a perfectionist. Many of us in healthcare are. And so when things don't go perfectly, when they, which usually nothing goes perfectly, right? There's so much negative self-talk and beating yourself up. Like if your office manager doesn't show, it's constant beating yourself up like saying things like, I'm such a bad leader. If I knew what I was doing and I knew how to have a business, I'd have my employees under control. I would basically have employees that do their job properly. That just adds another layer of stress on top of your already stressed out self. So you need to stop that. It's really not useful. What is useful is knowing that you can't actually control people. You can set boundaries and expectations and give job descriptions and create consequences, but someone not showing up to work isn't because of you. It's a choice that that specific person makes, right? So you get to decide what to do with that situation. In addition, something really, really helpful to reduce stress is to accept that there will always be some level of disorder. There will always be some kind of chaos happening. The sooner you you can accept this and make peace with it, the sooner you will have less stress. There will always be more work to do. You can cross 10 things off your list and 15 more will appear. That's just how it is. I like to think there's no such thing as being behind or being caught up. This applies to almost everything. Admin work that you do, writing chart notes, calling patients back, meeting with your staff, whatever it is, there will always be more to do and you get done what you get done in a day. A lot of the times I leave the office and I say, well, I got the perfect amount of work done today. That's all that was supposed to get done today. It gives me so much peace when I start to actually really believe that because even if I didn't get to five things I really wanted to, what I don't do is think, okay, I didn't get to those five things and now I have to do them at home. So once my kids go to bed, I'm getting out my laptop to do them. That creates just more stress because you're trying to always be caught up 
But again, there's always things to do. So don't get too caught up in thinking that you have to do more and you don't have enough hours in the day to get everything done. If you truly aren't getting things done and it's hurting your business, it's good to be aware of it so you can change it basically without working from home or without overworking. You have plenty of time to do it at work. That's another topic, so I'm not going to get off track here, but I just wanted to share that the concept of being behind in itself isn't stressful. Thinking you need to get things done is also stressful. So it's interesting, actually. I remember recently being at the park with my kids. My oldest was crying because she had to go potty, and I was trying to basically pull the potty out of the car with one hand while I was holding my newborn, who was crying because she was hungry. And my husband was calling in the middle of all this while both kids were crying and asking me why I sound so annoyed. And I was like, well, because I have to take care of these kids and help them eat and pee and do all the things. And at the same time, I'm just having a hard time, right? And then it hit me. I don't actually have to take care of them. Nobody's forcing me. I could just leave them at the park if I wanted to. I'd never do that, of course, but it's a choice to take care of them. And when I start to think that it is a choice, I realize how much I want to take care of them. And all of a sudden, I felt at such peace because I no longer felt obligated. It was a choice. Like, I actually want to help both of my kids. I don't want my baby to be hungry. I, I want the other one to feel taken care of. Like, mommy's always there for her, right? And that just brought me into a completely different headspace. So you dealing with office drama or patient drama, what if that was a choice for you? All of it. A complaining patient, the receptionist who doesn't make it into the office half the days, the assistant who doesn't have the rooms fully set up for each patient. All of that is a choice because number one, you're choosing to have a business. All of that is part of having a business. And two, you're choosing to keep those employees or you're choosing not to help them do better or one or the other basically and that's okay just tell yourself the truth about the situations when you take ownership of these things you will have much less stress so do not fight the reality of your situation don't argue with what's happening accept the situation or situations that you're currently in and decide intentionally how you want to show up decide that you want to do it decide how you want to handle each situation and remind yourself that you don't have to like every situation you just have to think different thoughts intentionally to reduce the amount of stress you have I hope that this was helpful for you I hope that you realize that you can have way less stress in your life if you just change how you're thinking. And if you're stressed about how much money you're making or the patients you're seeing, then make sure to join me on my free masterclass called Instagram Patients, where I will show you how to get your best, highest quality patients into your practice. I will show you the foundational steps of marketing your business so you can make as much money as you want working on the best patients you want and doing the procedures you want. Just go to dryazin.com slash new patients to join. And I will also link it in the show notes for you. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to The Social Dentist with Dr. Des. Desiree Yazdan. Download your free Instagram guide for healthcare professionals at www.dryazdan.com forward slash Instagram guide. If you'd like to reach out to Dr. Yazdan, you can do so on Instagram at Dr. Yazdan. That's D-R-Y-A-Z-D-A-N. Till next time.